welcome uh, back to the podcast if you are returning or welcome in general. Um, if you're here for the first time or just checking out this book review. So I need to get right into it. I'm so excited. I was on a book ban and I told myself, actually, you know what? I think I told myself that the ban was lifted at the end of August, but you know how conveniently your mind just like looks over these things or, you know. So anyway, I was um, in between appointments the other day and I went to the Barnes and Noble that I don't often go to. Um, I love it, but I don't often go there because it's just not really like um, in a route that I would normally use. And this particular Barnes and Noble, the last time I was there had been undergoing a renovation. And when I walked in, it was newly renovated. It just had that like mm, good renovation smell <laughs> and it was just so shiny and they had redone so many things. So I obviously, my little book, um, obsessed brain was like, well, I should just look around in here because I had um, I had about an hour of time and, you know, so conveniently I was like, well, let me just look around and see what the new renovations are fully. Um, and of course, like I didn't even end up looking at the part that was mainly renovated. Like I spent maybe, I don't know, five minutes in that area. And then I went like straight to looking at books in the area that had been the same. Then while I was looking in the book section, I was like, oh yeah, my book ban is lifted because it's August now. And uh, I ended up with a plethora of books. And only now as I went to record this did I realize that actually I think I told myself that it was a summer book buying ban. And so at the end of August is when I was uh, supposed to be allowed to buy new books, but I, I failed. And I put this ban in like maybe mid-June. So I really didn't last long at all. I just, I can't help it. I love books so much. <laughs> I might cry. <laughs> um, but I love books. So anyway, so backing up again, the book is called Dickinson Prince, A Particular Kind of Genius by Nick Hornby. Um, it was published in 2022 by Viking, which is an imprint of Penguin Random House um, based in London. And then the American edition, which is the one that I purchased, um, was published by Riverhead and also that was published in 2022. There are 159 pages without the acknowledgments and the bibliography and 171 pages with if you are someone who likes to read those things, which sometimes they're nice to peruse through. And I would say with this book in particular, that bibliography is going to be amazing. Like there, I kind of had to stop myself from really deeply diving into it because I knew there was going to be multiple books in there that I would be really interested in buying. And the category of this book is biography. So how and why I purchased this is that a few weeks ago, I was at a McNally, McNally Jackson, the one at Rockefeller Center in the city. I um, was actually looking for like a donut place that's in that area and I passed it and I hadn't seen the store. I actually think it's new. I could be wrong. Um, I haven't lived over in that area in a few years so who knows but um I passed it and I was like oh yes and it's just so well designed that store and I'm a sucker for bookstores obviously in general but for a well-designed bookstore I just because it's just cute and it looks cozy and then you want to go in and that's I mean that's how they get you so I went in there and um I was looking at some books but I was still on my book ban <laughs> but I was really sad that day so I extensively looked. I took pictures of books to add to my TB read 
list. So I ended up actually leaving there with two books, one of which was like one of those times when you buy a book and then you get home and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? with this book. I'm sure it will be great. So, you know, sometimes that happens to me and then I read the book and I'm like, yeah, there was something in here that I needed and could take away. And I guess like I came back with this book that I think potentially could have just borrowed from the library. Um, and I came back with another book that I can't even remember. So that's great. That's a really great track record for me. Oh, I came back with, I can't remember the name of it, but I came back with two other books. And as I was going up to the um, cash register to pay, I noticed this book that was on display called Dickinson Prince and really called to me. I really, really admire Prince as a as an artist and kind of as like a um just as for like the wholeness. Obviously, none of us, unless you knew him personally, know the wholeness of who he is or was, but I have always admired his general aura and the, this kind of like free-spirited, very natural like element that he has to him or that he seemed to have to him, um, it just never seemed like he was putting anything on. Like, he was who he was, and I really admired and appreciated that, and he's just someone who I just have felt very drawn to, um, since I first, like, saw, you know, images of him and things like that, so. But never, uh, I never took the time to really research. I haven't read any other books about him, but something about this book really stuck out to me and partially honestly it's the cover the cover is very well designed in my opinion to kind of grab your interest or pique your interest but anyway I was like no this seems like one of those books which is so funny because I just said that I ended up actually buying a book that was like this but in my head I was like this seems like one of those books that you would be interested in you think and then you would get home and you would be like why did I buy this um ironic I know so I left it I looked it up online and honestly it didn't seem didn't seem super you know I was like okay I think it's fine that I didn't buy that um when I was in Barnes and Noble as I was leaving I last minute was like let me go to the biographies because there was a book that I was trying to purchase that I couldn't find anywhere and um I, I suppose I could have looked it up, but I really just wanted to look and find it. One of the things I love to do is look for books by author. I, just, I don't know why it feels so comforting to me. And honestly, I had gathered quite a few books. So I was like, if I don't find this one, it's okay. And I had been kind of on the fence about purchasing this particular book anyway. And I turned to the biographies and right there is this book. And when I say both times, it's literally jumped out at me. And again, the cover is unique, but there are a lot of unique covers, you know, and usually when I see a unique cover, I'm like, oh, that's a unique cover, but I don't feel that it's jumped off of the bookshelf to me. And this was the second time that I had seen it and the second time that I felt this way where it was like tunnel vision and I was like that book. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab this book. Even after I had already decided that maybe I wouldn't like it, I was like, no, I'm grabbing this. Suddenly it dawned on me that this was just such an interesting concept in general. Like someone wrote this truly as a passion project and that in and of itself was enough to sell me on the book. It was just I love when people do that because it was so purely born out of passion. It felt to me. So I bought the book. My favorite things about this book are literally what I just said. It's a passion project to a T. I don't know why. And 
it's not that other books aren't passion projects, right? Like people write from passion and because they're passionate about writing and because they're passionate about topics, especially biographies. Like you, you kind of have to be like really into these people or these scenarios if you're going to write a freaking biography and deep dive into their lives. So, but the combination to me was just so, it, it transcended, just, it went beyond like, oh, I really admire this person and I'm a writer and I want to write about them. And yeah, I mean, I don't have any other word to describe it other than it was just someone totally like geeking out about this. And again, I I just can't, I can't think of the last time. I'm, I'm sure that there have been other times where I felt this way, but this was just, it was like emanating. It's just emanating from the book that this person is so, so passionate about both of these people and about connecting them. And I'm, I I love that kind of thing. Um, Connecting two things that people maybe don't find to be correlated. Anyway, I loved it. As I said, I was sold. And as I read it, that passion translated 10,000 times more than my realization in the bookstore that this was a passion project. It was just so well done and so well written and so well. This was like a a work that came from someone's heart and you could tell that. And I loved that aspect and I loved the whole book, honestly. My only dislikes were that I, I do wish it was longer. <laughs> I was so excited to read it and I finished it and I was like, oh my gosh, I, it, it was like one of those things like candy, like you just want to eat it up, but you're like, oh, like a, a delicious meal. And you wish that there had been more or that it had lasted longer, that you had savored it more. And I don't wish that I had taken more time to read the book because when you have a good book and you have the time, like you're able to devour it. And that's one of my favorite feelings in the world is devouring a book because you you love it. And it's just so good for your soul and your mind and all these things. So uh, I loved devouring it. I just wish that there were more because mainly it just piqued my interest. But I think that that's an incredible sign and a testament to this writer and to the book itself that it piqued my interest not only more in Prince but also into Dickens. My favorite underline on page 38, I underlined, Prince was always going to be Prince. Indeed, he already was. I found that in conjunction with the other things that were being shared in the book, it was just such a timely and a great reminder of like, you're gonna be who you were meant to be. I think I think that's universal. Um, and obviously there's nuance. I think for me, it ties into like a spiritual aspect that I believe in where it's like a mix of like fate and manifestation and just like plugging away and and keeping going it's such a simple line but to me it was such a profound reminder he was always going to be this way whether this person helped him or not whether this circumstance happened or not it was faded and also like his work and his perseverance and his ideas and ideals are also what got him there so it was a compounded thing i do believe like personally i feel like things are written and also things are worked for and it's this like beautiful dance between us as people in life to get to our destinies and the things that we're made for our destiny isn't just there for us to you know amble towards it's like we have passions and desires and dreams and things that we desperately you know are working towards or relax you know working towards in a relaxed way and as we work 
towards those things, those things come closer to us and who we are meant to be unfolds and is opened up even more. Bookshelf or donate? I wrote bookshelf baby. (laughs) Bookshelf baby. This is not going anywhere. Honestly, this book has bumped itself up to one of my top favorite reads ever. Like, ever. Um, Beyond my interest in prints, as I've said, I am such a firm believer in, like, reading books. Um, Like, even if you're not into prints or if you're not into Dickens or if maybe you're not into both, like, I don't know. I'm just such a firm believer in reading books because there's things, as long as you you're feeling the book, right? Like, I'm also a believer in, like, if you're not feeling the book, don't force yourself to read it. But if you're feeling the book, like, there's so much information that you can glean and so many good reminders that you can gather from so many different kinds of books and so many different topics and so many different things. And for me, this book transcended. I mean, it was it was like a masterclass for me because this person broke down two of the most transcendent successful people successful is you know subjective but two of the most transcendent artists of all time ever from long before i existed on this planet to long after i'm gone these people will transcend time and so what you're reading in this book is a a master class on these people and there were so many good reminders i don't want to give anything away because i want you to read this book (laughs) But there were so many good reminders just as an artist. Oh my God, so many things that I've been struggling with and working through. Recently, this book was so timely. What I love is that to see some of the most profound and prolific people creating how they they felt intuitively or how they were drawn to create versus like how everyone else at that time was telling them they should create. And they have withstood the test of time because they honored that inherent feeling within them as a person and as an artist and as a as a creator and i i love that i love that for them and i love them for that is what i meant to say but both of those <laughs> i love them for that because so often it can feel extremely overwhelming especially i think the more time goes on and the more social media is is a presence and things like that it can feel just so overwhelming as an artist and as a person in general so i just this book is so dear to me it's so treasured to me um and i've just finished reading it but it's one of those it's like beyond the bookshelf right like some books that go to my bookshelf maybe eventually i might not bring them with me or something like that and you know only time will tell but this is like no I'm taking this with me wherever because it was that profound to me it was that well written and like I said the passion seeped through the pages and I just loved it and I've just been basically talking for 30 minutes about how much I just loved this book so on to if you've already read this book or if you decide to read this book and you like it which books I would recommend so I'm actually going to recommend a book that I'm in the middle of reading, I spoke about it earlier. It is about Martha Graham, which is pretty niche, I think. Like, most people aren't going to pick up a book on Martha Graham or a modern dance book. So, I may be biased with that book. And again, I haven't finished it. So, take this recommendation lightly, I would say. But so far, I love that book as well. It's extraordinarily detailed. Um, and I think that it's similar in that vein. Obviously, that book, as I've said, is much larger, but it deep dives into Martha Graham, her life, and how I find it similar, and which I've, I mean, I don't read that many 
uh, biographies, to be clear. But how I find it similar is that the author of um, Martha Grandma Life, um, Neil Baldwin, he connects in the most, it's just, oh, I'm geeking out over this stuff too because I think it's so cool. He connects all of these people that were in Martha Graham's life. A lot of times we get like, oh, Martha, you know, like anyone existed and these were their friends or these were their the people that they collaborated with and we get less information about how those people's stories and how they came to meet and what Neil Baldwin does in incredible detail and just very well written in a very interesting way is breaks down how all of these people came into each other's lives. So it breaks down like Martha Cram and what sparked her into dance and her connection with all of these people, right? Ruth St. Dennis, the formation of like the Dennis Sean Dance Theater and literally breaks down and weaves this web beautifully, like sews together this beautiful tapestry of connection between these individuals. I'm only about 100 pages into it. I have a ways to go. Um, So if you are interested, I would say even not, like if you're not even interested in Martha Graham, but you like biographies or you just like learning those things and finding out how people are connected and how like artists become, again, like really huge artists. I mean, Martha Graham is Martha Graham. And I will say, obviously, outside of the dance world, she is less well-known but she's, you know, a mammoth in the dance world. So I would recommend that. I couldn't think of any other ones that I would recommend that I've personally read. And that's what I like to recommend because that's what I know. And I don't want to come on here and recommend anything that I haven't read. Or if I do that, there will be a disclaimer. So I will just say that in the back of Dickens and Prince, there is a inextensive bibliography Um, And also within the book itself, there are a ton of book recommendations that I think he also puts in the bibliography. So I would say if you read this book and you liked it, there is like inextensive multi-paged bibliography um, with book after book after book and article after article after article on Prince and Dickens and so many well-written books. And he praises his colleagues highly who have written other books on Prince and Dickens as well, I believe. And so I would definitely check that out. And then I will say now, again, disclaimer, this is the first and only book so far that I've uh, read by Nick Hornby, but his writing and like I said, his passion, I think he's probably pretty well known. I'm I'm not in the loop of people who are very well known in general, um, but I imagine he's very well known because he has an extensive list of books that he's written um, and some of them I have heard of, so I yes anyway so this might be just like preaching to the choir here but i feel like his writing style was so amazing i would based off of this book i would recommend probably anything else that he's that he's written but i imagine if you've read this book or if you are coming to this book from being a nick cornby fan then you probably already know this so i would just say that honestly there's a huge list of books that he's read uh written in the front and for me the next book that I'm going to check out by him, I have to add it to my list, but I really, really want to read Shakespeare Wrote for Money. Um, that is also by Nick Hornby. And he kind of briefly like talks about Shakespeare in Dickens and Prince. And um, enough, again, enough and in such a passionate way that it really compelled me to want to hear more about Shakespeare and his artistic journey or, or her. Because anyway, Shakespeare's artistic journey as a whole and I think that he will do it incredible justice. I'm sure that he has 
Um, and I'm sure there's so many more important things in there as an artist that I really, 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 really would love to hear. That was my very long, less book review, more like rave uh, about Dickinson Prince, a particular kind of genius by Nick Cornby. And uh, yeah, I hope if you check it out that you'll let me know if you liked it or your thoughts on it in general. My Instagram is Belda Ray. It's linked below. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, I'll see you or speak to you whenever I finish my next book.